This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, welcome to Pint Size Distant Pod. Every Sunday, we're going to be bringing you something from the Distant Pod archives. We've gone back through all of the episodes of the Socially Distant Sports Bar so far, and we've found what we think are some of the funniest bits. So, if you like what you listen to over the next few minutes, then have a look on the episode description, because there'll be the episode number that this comes from in there, which means it makes your journey easier. You can then go off and listen to the whole episode either again or for the first time. If you're a new listener, this is quite a good way of getting into our archives. If you have been with us from episode one, it's a nice way of getting yourselves back into some of the old episodes as well. Sit back, relax and enjoy this little snippet from the Socially Distant Sports Bar, our Distant Pod pint-size episodes. Also lovely to see David Goldblatt, who is an absolutely amazing football writer. Okay. And his book... Which one was he? The Guy with Dreads. Dreads. Cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. I chose one of his books a very long time ago, then The Ball is Round, about the history of global football, which is a great read. Sounds on my level. Yeah. The grass is green. The goalposts <laughs> are at either end of the pitch. It's a thousand bed. pages long, though. So <laughs> it's, it's, quite, Lord, it's longer than Lord of the Rings and the Bible. The players so are human. But the preface is great. <laughs> long, how long's the Bible? <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's it's a that long. It's big pages, and it's uh, small print, and it's a thousand page. Well, it depends on the Bible, isn't it? I've I've someone on a grain of salt. So you haven't seen a Bible on a breakers. grain of salt. They did, didn't they? No, they breakers, I'm sure. Yeah, they printed the Bible, or certainly the New Testament, on like they, a grain of salt. They printed it on a grain of salt. salt. I don't know where yeah. to start. I remember with that someone? Finish. I remember someone with record-breakingly Etched. small handwriting writing the Lord's Prayer on a matchbox. One that small. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, well, that's a, quite easy. A lot, a, a lot smaller than that. <laughs> that's, you say, that's not an achievement, I would say. <laughs> you wrote the easy. Lord's Prayer on a matchbox, yeah. piece of piss. <laughs> I can do that now. Yeah, <laughs> go get me a matchbox, get me a pen, I will do that. That's not a fucking... 
should be on telly. <laughs> Give me some England's glory and a bit. I'm exactly right. Si- <laughs> it was one side of the small. Yeah, book. it's still not impressive. <laughs> I don't care. That sounds shit. All right, maybe it was a match. <laughs> a match. I'm in. I can't do that. I think a matchbox. I'd piss that. I think it might have been a match. God, it's yeah, a that thing to have a look at the green assault bomb with you there as well. I'm sure that I'm having made that up. I just don't know how you do that. You etch it, you don't not, not like a pen, it's with it. a chisel. How are you? No, well, like I thought, some like laser, I suppose. I don't know. I don't buy that. Hang on a minute, I've not made this up. That's bollocks. Well, it's small, I'm gonna put in smallest writing ever. Wait there one second. Smallest writing ever. Search a man once wrote the laws per the matchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Seems. Seems implausible. Seems remarkably doable. <laughs> so, a world record. A world record that's easy. Really? Here we go, smart asses. Go on. Researchers Harry Manoharan yes. and Christopher Moon, along with students at the Stanford Physics Department and Gebal Laboratory for Advanced yeah. Materials, were able to encode 35 bits of information per electron Oh, come and write on. letters so small they're composed of subatomic bits of size. Oh, so small you can't even see three it. nanometers. Yeah. Or roughly one third of a matchbox, it says here. <laughs> <laughs> stuff, stuff like this, I tend to think is just made up, though, isn't it? No, mate. No, but you do. Go. They've got, yeah, I've written the old Bible on that. You can't see it because it's so small. Well, fuck off, then. You haven't done it, have you? There's loads written on grains of rice. Yeah, by, by hand. By hand. By hand, my ass. How have they driven that? Have you written in hand? A skilled artist once wrote 200 letters on one grain of rice. Bollocks. Right? They were only 26. On a grain of rice? Yeah. That's bollocks. A man from Jaipur holds the Guinness Book of Records record of writing 1,749 characters on a grain of rice. Grain not true. of rice? That's not true. That's absolutely absolute massive, this well, you, grain of rice. I, believe me, I've dealt with the Guinness Book of Records, mate, and that'll be verified. <laughs> After your hugging ex-mates. After hug gate. Hug gate. But that can't be true. A grain of rice. What's he writing with? Hmm. Someone, one of our listeners, will remember on Record Breakers this bloke writing something on either a match or a very small matchbox. <laughs> or a matchbox. It had to be legible. I remember that. I remember Norris McWhorter saying it's got to be legible. I've got to be honest, the Lord's Prayer on a matchbox does it does seem quite doable. It seems it? easily doable you, if, to me. Oh yeah. If you've, a piece of if you've got a big yeah, fine absolute. liner. Yeah. A barrel fine that. liner. Barrel. <laughs> I do that. Fucking nail it. Smallest writing. Smallest <laughs> writing. Ever Google. matchbox. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Tiny. Absolutely tiny. It's tiny. It was really small. Tiny right in. Guardian. In the Guardian now. Yeah. Your employer, so. Yeah. Can't, must be true. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hit me. Finally, good news in the world of downsizing. Stanford University physicists have broken their historic record for small writing, opening a new door to computing's future. Their two letters, an S and a U, in honor of their employers, are so tiny that if used to print out the 32 volume set of the Encyclopedia Britannica, 2,000 times, the contents would still fit on the head of a pin. That's small. Buy it. 32 volumes of Encyclopedia Britannica. So 32 times that. Yeah. 32, 32 encyclopedias yes. times 2,000 on the head of a pin. Okay. Yeah, too small. Too small. <laughs> What's the point? I can't read it. Unreadable. Imagine that in the opticians. Unreadable. Unreadable. Unreadable yeah. for a kick. Can you read the bottom line? No, I can't even see the pin. <laughs> I can't even see the salt. Yeah, exactly, yeah. A grain of salt. 
Wow. Until now, it was assumed that information such as computer bits could not be smaller than an atom. Because materials are made of atoms, it was always believed that if you continue scaling down, you'd end up with a fundamental limit. You'd hit the wall. Yeah. But Stanford's new letters are subatomic in size because the team took advantage of a unique feature of an electron, its ability to bounce between different quantum states. In the vibration-proof basement lab of Stanford's Varian Physics Lab, the scientists encoded the S and the U within the patterns formed by the electron's activity called the wave function on the surface of a sliver of copper. Too small. There we go. The vibration-proof what? Lab. Wicked. I'd love a yeah. vibration-proof lab. Yeah. That sounds like bollocks. Again, it's one of those things that you can't, you can, you know, they can say that. That's what I mean. Just prove it or prove Absolute it. Absolute bollocks. No. Yeah. Point B, I don't know how I've gone to I can't match, remember but... talking about someone's book being thick. The guy who was in the documentary, his book yeah. was thick, therefore. Oh, yeah, the fellow yeah. you're on about. Yeah, the, the, longer than the Bible. David Goldblatt. Yeah. David Goldblatt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But imagine that. 2,000 of the entire volume, <laughs> all the volumes of the Solar Paper on the head of a pin. Yeah. Yeah, Great. pointless. I mean, even even with my specs on, I'm going to struggle to read that. It's pointless. Futile. You realise how big everything gets blows your mind, but so does how small everything gets. <laughs> it does, though, doesn't it? It does. What's after nothing? I well, what do you mean? If, if you're subatomic, right? Where do you? What is everything made of? Right? We are like ninety-nine point nine 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 percent energy. We're not mass. Did you watch a different documentary to me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I was going to say, I thought Stanley Matthews was a good player. <laughs> I can hit this table, right? I'm in the table right now. Yeah. Okay, can you not do that? <laughs> yeah, go on. But that's almost entirely space, hitting almost entirely space. Right. Crazy, isn't it? I don't know. What point are you trying to make? Space can't make noise. No one can hear you scream. What, what space you, not going to hear you scream. Yeah, yeah, what are you trying to say? <laughs> it just blows my just Where we're living now, because we've got a lot less light pollution. Yes. I can stand out there in the nighttime and look at the stars. and just blows my mind. I, I, I'll watch it for an hour, quite yeah. happily, right? And that's the unimaginable vastness of space. You're smoking a lot of herbal stuff at the moment. <laughs> and then when the pizza turns you'll, up... I you'll just... stare at the stars for an hour. Domino's guy turns up for the third time today. <laughs> you'll stare... <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, the Kit Kats are here. <laughs> ben, go to the garage. Go to the garage, get me a topic. You'd, what, you'd never stare at the sky for like... Oh, it blows my mind. I wouldn't... I'd it. never stare at the... Sp- Stars for an hour, I don't think. When I've been camping, I have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, more yeah. than that. My God, more than that. You haven't. I was West Wales once getting all the all the um the sofas off from the from the the rented house you're staying in, put the, all the cushions out on the back garden. <laughs> and you weren't smoking any weed. Three or four in the morning, just looking at the sky. Was Kelly smoking weed? Was <laughs> <laughs> someone smoking weed in the scenario? What we need to do is put the sofas outside, that'll help. But when you look at the stars like that. Fucking hell, look at that. <laughs> So, it just makes you feel so fucking insignificant, like fuck's sake. Fuck. And Pluto used to be a planet, right? Yeah. It's, it's not, not a anymore. planet anymore. Not since the fourth. They fucking sacked it off. <laughs> <laughs> sacked it off. Got dropped. He got dropped. Mike, it Mike would be the funniest stoner in <laughs> history. <Would> he? <laughs> just all these facts. Can you out. imagine? The bloody conspiracy theories that would come out of Mike Bubbins' mouth as <laughs> a stoner. <laughs> I'm so glad that beer is your vice and not cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he fucking. What do you do, fig don't meat? Yeah. What have they really written on that grain of rice? Yeah, well, they fucking yeah. voting change anything. They wouldn't fucking let us do it, would they? <laughs> <laughs> 
they all get together, right? It's all fucking blokes, obviously. They all get together in Chicago and they decide what you and me think. In lizards, they are lizards. Well, Brent is in the documentary, isn't he? <laughs> He's one of them. He's one of them. Hope you enjoyed that little extract from our archives of the Socially Distant Sports Bar. We will have another one of these pint-sized distant pods for you next Sunday. What you can do now is scroll through the episode description, find the episode that that was from, and disappear off into our archives. Get yourself off on a journey around the Socially Distant Sports Bar. <laughs>